All right, here we are. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Insight Now. And, uh, of course, we're with Malvina and Peter. And uh, it's good to be with everybody. We're missing yes. Mark, but he is in, yep. in the United States. Yes. Uh, he is in the Wyoming. Um, and uh, we are excited to have him next week in Sandpoint, yes. Idaho, along with all of you. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pop this up here real quick. We've Come got on. Peter, Peter Dewitt. Um, he's gonna be at our men's breakfast on Saturday, May sixth. Um, uh, Peter unfortunately has to fly back, so he won't be there for the evening services. Yeah, we're sad about that. Uh, but uh, we're we're. Peter, you said you might have something special for the guys that that Saturday. Yeah, morning. I feel like the Lord's already given me given me a word, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Mm -hmm. and, and so, so this for for this insight now gathering. If you're anywhere in the Pacific Northwest, we want you to join us in person in Sandpoint, Idaho. If you yes. need to uh, figure out where you're going to stay or what you're going to do, let me know, and I, I'll see if I can help you out. Um, and then we also have our Go Beyond. Um, time that we're doing on Saturday <laughs> night at six, Sunday night at six o'clock, and then Sunday morning at 10. Um, so Mark and Malvina are going to be our circus show, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun um, because sure it will be wild. I have a feeling I, I have a feeling it's going to get a little crazy. OK, and we're going to have a little <laughs> bit of fun. Um, wow. I, I, there's no promise. I don't have lion tamers coming, but I felt like we might need at least, a. I'll, I'll get to play ring leader and, uh, try and bring some order to this thing. So, <laughs> uh, it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. So we're really excited about that. So if you are in the Northwest, we want you to join us, um, for that. Um, and, uh, we're, we're excited. So that's oh, Saturday, so Saturday, and then Sunday. Um, all day just come join join us uh, it's going to be it's going to be really really fun um we will i i'm i'm imagining that the insight insight now gatherings is something that's been in our heart for a long time to do mm -hmm. um and so we will um continue to look at how to most effectively do that and bring it to probably different regions um and different areas um so that uh, we can connect with our church family across the globe amen um, you know, so we're excited about that. Um, just want to do that quick plug, of course. Um, yep, Dave Champion says I'm in, and looks like oh, you remember Lee from see you both, yes, <laughs> yep. Oh, so, um, good to see Lee too, yeah, yep. So, looks like uh, we'll have a good team there, and it'll be great. So, oh man, lots of fun, lots of fun. Okay, um, so, um, two, we spent the entire pre-show time in a conversation. And I felt like um, it might be good for us to flesh out two aspects of that conversation here. Okay. Bring um, some order, Chris, bring some order. Yeah, so the first thing I wanna talk about is um, the cycles of seven. Um, yeah. And um, there's been some different prophetic words out there. And you know, when the Holy Spirit is speaking, the prophets will speak. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. what's amazing about social media is that we can tell that a lot of the prophets are speaking the same stuff all at the same time. And you're yeah. like, well, that wow. makes sense, you know, like, okay, yeah. you know. So, um, so Malvina, you kind of brought this up and then Peter was like, I saw a word on that, you know? So, yeah. um, and I think, I think it's actually, um, um, one of the things that I'll, I'll just give some context from my perspective at the beginning of this, this conversation, uh, we've been um, looking at this era of the 2020s. Mm -hmm. 
right? We've been looking at an era of uh, the pay, right? This mm -hmm. decade of the mouth and the decade of declaration. And, and we've seen the such a tremendous warfare in 2020 and 2021 against the mouth um, in, in every regard, right? With COVID and everything else that happened, just war on the church and and just a, trying to silence, literally mm -hmm. a silencing of dissent and the silencing of Christians. And so, you know, we saw all of this stuff happening. And then um, in 2021, towards the end of 2021, we began to recognize that there was this thing happening where we were starting to turn. And we called it being in the turn. Like we're, mm -hmm. we're in this season where um, there's this transition that's happening. We're going one direction. Mm -hmm. We're about to go a different direction. And God has us in the turn, like, wow. like moving around. We're at a kind of, and we could tell, okay, we're starting to turn. We need to hit the brakes. 2019 is when the Lord hit the brakes for me in the fall of 2019. Meek and I started yeah. full-time ministry. I mean, I mean, we hit a brick wall breaks, you know, mm -hmm. like, yeah. you no, know, like, okay, stop everything. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then we recognize, okay, so in when you slam on the brakes to get in the turn, everything that's loose in the back seat just came up, right? And suddenly you can't see like, oh, I've got McDonald's and I got, you know, like everything's up. And then, you know, hopefully you can roll down the windows while you're turning and stuff starts flying out, you know. Uh, it's not good to litter, but spiritually it's probably mm -hmm. great. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we, we go through this process, we recognize even like, oh, I think we're at the kind of the top of the turn. And then mm -hmm. this last season, the last maybe six months, we've been like, I feel like we're at the exit. We're picking up speed. There's mm -hmm. momentum. There's clear vision about where we're going, what's going to be coming next. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and in all of that, it's actually what we're seeing as we hit the exit is that we're seeing something that I think is actually also at full play with the seven-year cycle. Because when you were yeah. talking about the seven years ago, I'm like, oh, actually, this the the end of the turn is this end of the end of the circuit, right? Yeah. Like we, we're we're ending this yeah. this whole thing. So I just wanted to preface that a little bit. Maybe that'll tie into something you have to say, Malvina. I have no idea. So I love just, it. Just you're you're muted, by the way, Malvina. So I was wondering how it was so quiet this whole time. I you're muted. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness, she's so quiet. What in the Okay, here we go. I'm going to unmute you. There you I go. don't know why I keep getting muted. I get it, guys. I get it. <laughs> I'm getting the hint. No, just kidding. Uh, but <laughs> uh, Great introduction, Chris. But yes. I don't know if you guys remember, in previous shows, we talked about the 2023 year. And mm -hmm. I think I shared a video with, with you guys. I don't know if we share it online, but it doesn't matter. It's in my YouTube channel. It's about yes. The yes. 2023 being that year, not just the mouth, is a, a 5783 pay, but it's also mm -hmm. a gimel year. And I call it yeah. the year of the throwdown. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, there, there, we've, had, we've been in a cycle of seven. Uh, so the Lord has been talking to me about, actually, this month was Passover. Uh, mm -hmm. We had, you know, it's, it's a crossing over. We cross over every year. But I believe that these past seven years, we've been tested, we've been tried, we've been, we've been shaken, like you described, the mm -hmm. you hit mm -hmm. a, a break and everything shakes, you know. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. in, in one of the words the Lord had given me was, everything that can be shaken will be shaken. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. yeah. The reason for that is we're going through a gate uh, right now. So He said we end, we're ending seven years right now, where. 
and I and I have groups and things, and I always tell them go mine, do a mining of your words and a mining of your dreams, because yeah. you need to know what is coming with you, that mm. what's staying behind it will be an error mm. for us to grab everything okay. we have. So, you know, on September twenty. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, you know all all the stuff that we have. Uh-huh. It, take it into the new season. So I do mm-hmm. believe that uh, prophetically the Lord has shown me we have ended a cycle of seven, you know, 2016, somewhere in there. And there has been a lot that has occurred in those seven years. We mm-hmm. are starting a new window of, of seven. And, mm-hmm. uh, and behind the scenes, I was saying this, I believe that we, a lot of us, and we can speak, the three of us can speak from our personal experience. We've been tested. We've been tried. We've been We've kind of developed certain authorities. Um, we know which mantles fit. I actually mm-hmm. had a dream. You know, I had to pick mm-hmm. up a jean jacket and nothing fit, you know, but there was one that was made for me, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, some of those mantles are mantles that other people have neglected. So mm-hmm. I think in these seven years, we've come with some clarity mm-hmm. in a clumsy way uh, of who we, who we are, but we're assigned, you know, we're those yes. places of favor that the Lord has yeah. given us Yeah, and may not be a lot of fruit. I wish I could say there was more fruit, but <clears throat> there was a lot of plowing. I believe we okay. plow a lot. Yep. We, yep. we, we dealt with the issues. <clears throat> we work with ourselves. We work with the regions that we're assigned and so on. But I believe that now we're in that shift of the next seven years. Mm. And my, my desire, you know, what the Lord has shown me is this, this is a, a seven years of favor. Uh, if I were to give it a name, uh, favor has been a big word in the past <clears throat> uh, year or so for me in preparation. I even did a fast for favor uh, because I, I believe that this is, you know, we're going to be presented with opportunities and we need to be clear. Okay, mm-hmm. what mantle are you wearing? Where are you going? What is yours? What is your gifting? Okay, how much oil do you have? And these next seven years are known plowing. We already plowed. Yeah. We have to plant. We have to harvest. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. Amos. The book of Amos talk about when the sower wow. over, over, overcomes the reaper. Overcomes yep. the reaper. Yep. Okay. Yep. So this is what I see. I see mm. that, you know, and I see it in the valley. I go to the Valley of California. I see the, the fruit. We are going to be planting seeds and reaping. Planting seeds wow. and reaping. And we, you know, you can go into the planting seeds and let go of the fruit. So we have to have a, in this next seven years, we're going to have to balance the two. That's what mm. I feel. <clears throat> there is a harvest that may not be recognized. I believe a lot of the harvest is in the church, uh, for me personally, because the church, there are people in there that prophetically need to be harvested. They need to be uh-huh. sent out yep. apostolically, yep. and we have to yep. focus on them and, yep. and train and mm. equip. Uh, but there is also new seeds that need to be put down. And, and you guys have heard me. For me, it's mm-hmm. the next generation. Mm-hmm. But yep. there are different yep. types. So that's my my yep. take on the next seven years. It's an awesome yep. season. I'm not saying it's going to be easy in the natural. Right. 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 I'm talking about a spiritual favor that's coming apostolically for us to, to start an infrastructure, a new foundation mm-hmm. for God to move. Yeah. Right. It's really good. Peter, you, you had some thoughts on that as well. 
I was blown away that Malvina mentioned these seven years because there was a word from Nate, Nate and Christy Johnson uh, mm-hmm. back in March that so spoke to me. And he said, you're in a season of God ordained closure and deliverance where God is reconciling and finalizing the last seven years of your life so that you can move out of waiting and into the new day. And it's fascinating because I was telling you guys, you know, I'm just finishing up my seventh year as lead pastor and God's done this amazing transition. And in this transition, we're getting really clear about the structure of bivocationalism. God Mm -hmm. set me in a Christian school as an interim principal and much to my surprise, the interim part was supposed to drop off. And so I'm going to principal there next year. And all of this was like this move forward thing. And I remember last fall, I was at a conference with Randy Clark and, you know, he has such a history of praying for people impartation. And I'd met a gentleman that, that used to minister with Randy Clark as his close associate, like 30 years ago when Randy was new in ministry. And this gentleman gave me his business card and said, go find Randy and give him this business card at this conference and tell him that I told him to pray for you and give you everything that he's got or something like that. And I was like, I wouldn't normally do this, but okay. So I found him and only had like three seconds and gave it to him. And when he saw the business card, he stopped, even though he was late. And he said, God, I pray that you would activate everything that you've placed in him now in Jesus's name. And it's felt like that's what's happened in me. It's gone from the season of this deep work the plowing like Malvina's happened, we're talking about has happened in my life for seven years, but now it feels like it's shifted. And the Lord's been speaking to me about needing to learn to exist on the positive side of the number line. Paul knew what it was to, to, to both to abound and to abase, yes. to be abased. And I think that there's something where we've, we've known about how to let the Lord work. And, you know, and it's fascinating because me, but we're going to come into this new season, like Malvina's talking about in these seven years. And I love that you're highlighting that she, you're not saying that in the natural, it's going to be easy, but right. we're actually meant to overcome. This is, right. this is that that overcomes our faith. And I think that there's something that's happening. There's something that's happening around that. And it's interesting because Danny and I wrote this book on the surrendered will, but something was around that same time with Randy Clark was shifting because Dan O'McCollum was giving this message. And he said a phrase from Hebrews 10, 30, 35 and 36. He said, after you've done the will of God, you may receive the promise. I feel like I've been in the season where the Lord's saying, you've done the will of God. You've let me work in your heart. And now you have permission to receive the promise. You may receive the promise. And I think that this is one of these things that can be challenging in the change of seasons is navigating Mm -hmm. how we've Mm -hmm. moved from the plowing Mm -hmm. to the sowing and reaping, Mm -hmm. you know, from the plowing to the sowing and reaping. Yeah. Yeah. No, excellent. Excellent. Well, and it's interesting because, you know, that is ministry is plowing, sowing, reaping. I mean, that that is everything (laughs) that ministry is because we don't produce fruit. We don't even produce soil. We don't, you know, yeah. like, like we just work the, work the ground until the seed is sown and then we let it go. Yeah. We let it yeah. rest. And then hopefully there's some fruit there later. And of course, any fruit that comes is direct result of the Lord, not me. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, he's the one who produces the fruit. And you break the Lord of the harvest. And we pray the Lord yes. of the harvest to send laborers into the harvest because the harvest is ripe and the laborers are few. You and know? the angels are ready. That's one thing then I can on. tell you. I have okay. seen the angelic. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's been incredible the past I, uh, couple of months uh, you yeah. know as, as 2023 yeah. and the angelic has been so intense and i i do yeah. pray you know I, yeah. I i would like for people to open their eyes to see <laughs> so yeah. that people can see how many are on our side 
because so, I, I feel that there is an occupying anointing yeah. coming up where we're going to have to take territory. And yeah. Uh, yeah. not many people are going to see it. And because yeah. they don't see yeah. it, they may not come alongside you and help you. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I feel like the, the, Elijah told the servant, open the eyes of their, uh, you know, open the eyes, open their eyes so they can see yeah. that there are more with us than, I, you know, so we that, had that's our, something important. We had our 5 a.m. prayer this morning and, and um, I really felt like we needed to pray over this morning and spend our time in intercession over deliverance, over the, mm. over those who need deliverance and those who've mm -hmm. been resisting um, the Lord mm -hmm. coming in and just setting them free. And then also mm. for the deliverance ministers, right? Because I think they have to go to war to be able yeah. to do the deliverance, you know, to, yeah. to be used in those fashions. And so, you know, we're just praying over them. And so we start mm. praying about partway through, I look over and so we're in the front of the sanctuary and I look over towards the back door. It's kind of facing one of the walls and I see the back and I just see these, I see streams of things going by, right? And I can't mm. see them, but I can see mm -hmm. them. Mm. Right? And I'm, seeing it, I'm like, oh, okay, Lord, like, like I, I sense that those are angels, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was like, okay, we're here for synergy. We're here for partnership. We are here mm to go at the word of your prayer because it is mm. the will of God and we are going to prepare the soil with you. We're going to go ahead. We are going to guard and protect the deliver. Annalie mm -hmm. <laughs> was there. She's like, I wondered what you were looking at. Well, and I, I mentioned this when I, that's when I started to pray into, you know, partnering with the angelic because, mm -hmm. you know, I just was like, okay, Lord, we're, we are, we are your servants. They're your servants. We just come in mm -hmm. complete agreement with your word on it. And, and I feel like that's going to be a huge marker in this season of yeah. the angelic activity, you know, really mm -hmm. came up in, in a whole, yes. in a whole nother, another, uh, mm -hmm. arena than we, what we're used mm -hmm. to seeing. Yeah. Cause usually we don't see anything. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, and, and that's what I'm saying. I think people, we'll I, I'm, I'm glad we're meeting in Sandpoint to talk about, you know, the seers uh -huh. and going yep. beyond and, and yep. doing a little bit of the prophetic yep. because, it, it is a different season for the prophets as well. I, I'm going to take a big risk saying this publicly, but I think, you know, the, the traditional prophetic ministry as we knew it, the platform mm -hmm. prophet, mm -hmm. those things are changing. Uh, the Lord is going to, to the, is I feel is changing. Oh, keep taking the risk. Keep going, Melvina. No, don't, 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 don't slow down on our behalf. Come on, preach. Uh, no, I, sure, what yeah. I mean is, it's not that we're going away. No, we are we're alive and well, and oh, we're needed. Yep, but yep. there is a different role for the for the prophetic that's prophetic that's coming. Mm -hmm. uh, the, again, if the angelic is going to be so intense the way I sense it, mm -hmm. I believe we need more seers to mm -hmm. be in tune with what's 100%. happening in the atmospheric. Yep. Yep. Uh, spiritual yep. realm so that we don't miss it number one but also you know we we fed so much on the personal prophetic which is great is a great ride mm -hmm. you know and also the prophets that come and tell you once upon a time give you a word or or they come to your church once yep. and they never come yep. back yep. i believe that the prophetic needs to focus the, the portion of the prophetic that has been called for this season to pioneer mm -hmm. has to engage with the community and he has to be part of the family mm. of God. That doesn't mm. mean that they move in <laughs> and tell you what to do. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying mm. is 
they come in, they're embraced, they find favor, they're healed, okay? So if you're not healed, go to Chris's deliverance class. And then after you you can function without your wounds, yep. because we all were wounded, yep. move into the community, be regular as part of the community, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I think the prophetic is going to be necessary to build. Same mm -hmm. last show was the apostolic. Those mm -hmm. two things are going to be highlighted okay. yep. in the in the coming days, and in, in it's not what we saw in the apostolic in the old times, or now we're going to get rid of the old for Chris's sake. We're not going to get rid of the old, but we need an understanding of the yep. new to yeah, father people into that. Yeah, mm. and that's where the apostle will become really, you know, a father. You need a father. So. So I think I think maybe uh, let me just say Annalise says yes, Malvina. I've been sensing something similar and prayed into that earlier this morning. Good. Um, yeah, absolutely. So it's interesting because one of the key factors that we've been spending, you and I spent some time on last week, and that we'll you know spend a little bit of time on obviously now is this concept of of the the apostle and the prophet working together yeah, yep. in a different measure in this next season. One thing that I think that um, we talked also a little bit earlier about me personally, I feel like I'm called to help recondition the old wineskins. Yes. Right? I'm called to come alongside these church pastors who've been plowing and they're doing everything that they know how to mm -hmm. do and they're doing it excellently and they're loving on people, but there's this deeper move of the spirit that needs to happen. And there's this, um, mm. They haven't been able to embrace prof prophecy and they haven't been able to embrace some of these key pieces. And I, and I, so I feel like I've got a, a capacity or ability to say, okay, you've got great structure. And now what we need to do is pour that fresh wine and yeah. you got to change structure, but that actually it's more of a tweak than it is uh, throw it all out, you know, yeah. like you can tweak it and then see it thrive. Exactly. Um, and, and so, <clears throat> That's one of the things I think I, I sense when we talk about new versus old, um, specifically when we talk about the prophets, yeah. right? Like, cause you said that this, this prophet, like the, I'm the prophet on the podium thing. I think that we're going to see this across the board. It's going to be less and less about the person on the podium, right? We mm -hmm. know that, that that's actually going to be a marker of the old era, you know, like yeah. the, the, like you're going to have people who are just anointed and appointed and God just does amazing things through them. That's always going to be the case that God's going to do that. Um, mm -hmm. But it's going to feel and look very different in the next season. And when it comes to like the, the prophets to me, the thing that, that, and maybe you could maybe help me with this is I feel like the issue for me is less about the being on a pulpit, but are you willing to, um, give place to some structure. Yes. Yes. And and also, also Chris, not just place to the structure, but also mm -hmm. do you feel we, we talked a lot about trust, trust, um, yes, you know, yep. trust, yep. but also yep. do you feel part of the community, even though you don't live there? Uh, so for mm -hmm. example, a prophet, if you look at the prophets, Elijah used to go by the Shul, Shulamite, mm -hmm. the Shulamite, I think it was uh, second Kings, Chapter yep, yep, yep. She she knew this guy comes mm -hmm. here regularly. Let me make yep, him a yeah. room. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he sits there, which is what gets her pregnant because the prophet said, you know, this lady, she actually embraces me here and promise mm -hmm. her you will be pregnant in a year from now. 
You know, mm -hmm. wouldn't that be great mm -hmm. if you're waiting for your promise that the prophet said, you know, you treated me so well, man, let it be. Okay. Uh -huh. And a lot of the times the local communities don't necessarily embrace that. But I think mm -hmm. it's because we prophets, yeah. I'm going to include myself in that. We just yeah. drive through. Mm -hmm. but, but if you invest in the community and the community yeah. embraces yeah. you as part, doesn't mean you live yeah. there, but, but if you right. become mm -hmm. a family, you eat yeah. with the people. You see them in their vulnerable state. We're uh -huh. not there to judge. We're there to, okay, how, what's God saying about these people? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what is he doing? Yeah. And and if you develop trust, then there is community. And uh -huh. I, I yeah. that's family. To me, I don't know. And some people think I'm naive to think that people are actually going to embrace you. But mm. I, I want to believe, maybe it's my unicorn side, I want yeah. to believe that we can be family. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, I I'm really I really believe that the key is the relationships and the and the ability to, you know, I think Peter, you've got a great a great model with you and Danny um, there in Columbus. You know that partnership, that development, yeah. and he's not part of your stuff. No, nope. but he's free yep. to speak into it. Yeah, exactly. we're really. I mean, he's he. Uh, He's great friends with me, like you guys are, and yeah. and, and I think yeah. that we've modeled that too. I mean, you guys are so free to speak into my stuff 100%. and vice versa, and yet we're yep. not like building something together. Like we're not trying to combine our ministries in the, in in right. that way. Can I um, disagree with Peter? We are building something. It may not be a building, but yeah. we are because there is a structure that happens with inside now and mm -hmm. i'm not yes, like, I'm a late comer, but there is you know so it depends what we're building could be in the spirit could be in the natural but i yes. believe we are building sorry I no and I, I i agree with you and i think that that's part of the new that god's doing hang on i gotta there's... mute i gotta mute malvina again hold on <laughs> it wasn't an accident <laughs> oh oh sorry sorry no, no and ahead. i think that's part that's part of the new that god's doing is actually understanding that it's those relationships that he's building with it and interestingly, Danny and I had um, a young man that we've met that's become a friend a few years ago by happenstance at a coffee shop. And he asked us to come speak at his church and um, about the surrendered will. And we drug our feet on this for quite some time. And finally, like, okay, okay. So we went and he did what was called a live leadership podcast. And it was mm -hmm. a live audience. And it was about the surrendered will as it relates to leadership. And it was interesting. I was driving to the event. And the Lord spoke to me, he said, is there anything that you're uncomfortable sharing? I said, not particularly. He said, good. And then I got there and Danny and I were both like, it's going to be in the Q&A. The Q&A is like the thing. And the young man had really wanted to emphasize the Q&A too. So he asked us some questions about the book and the surrendered will. And we talked for 20 minutes, but then most of it was Q&A. Well, he took a survey after this thing. And there were a, there was a number of adults that were there, and they we knew they were impacted. I mean, you could feel the presence of God in the room, people's feedback afterwards. I mean, it, you could tell it was a really impactful evening. The survey was incredible. I'll just like the summary of the survey of like thirty eight different responses on the survey, which was about half the people that were there so or so. The vulnerability triple exclamation point is what they hi highlighted. Mm -hmm. This yep. is what people were after. Yep, honesty. Yep vulnerability yep. they love the wisdom and content you know yep. it's not just vulnerability with no with no breakthrough but there's but there's but they the 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 survey results were unbelievable vulnerability honesty vulnerability honesty vulnerability 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 
So it's interesting that you're talking about, you know, about like breaking bread with people. Yep. Because here, here we are giving some really firm words, but it was actually in our vulnerability and that that it seemed like it had its impact. And I, you know, mm. and there's something about I've been really fascinated for some time about the proverb that says a faithful witness delivers souls. Yes. And so often I think that we're, we're having a lack of deliverance because we're having a lack of faithful witness wow. to what God's done in our lives. Wow. And, and, and so, um, and, and Peter, I, I that'll think, preach, that'll yeah. preach. Okay. And, uh, and, um, and so a faithful witness delivers souls. It's like, think yeah. about like probably, probably the cleanest scripture in all of scripture about right. what you need to do to deliver right. souls. You oh know, my like gosh. just just witness to what God actually did in you, not right. the cleaned up version of it, not where uh-huh. you took your before picture and made it look better with Photoshop so that it your after picture is not as impressive, <gasps> but actually where you let the before picture be the before picture and then show the real after. No picture. fake, no fake, yeah, no no fake. And so, um, so anyway, the God's like your your before picture has been creeping towards your after picture every time you present your life history yeah, for the last yeah. five years. Do you not remember who you were before I got hold of you? You know, um, but He's gracious. But I think that it's this honesty and vulnerability. I feel like that relates to Malvina to what you're saying about prophets that would develop relationships, and I think that's been a lot of the strength in this in this format as well. And I think that to your point, Chris, too, where a lot of times we're not trying to pull, we're not trying to throw out the old structures, but so often what we see is we see such a strong correlation between the old structures and something that is passing away, right? Uh That we, we we struggle for some time to be able to parse out what's the thing that's passing away. I would propose to you that the problem with the platform is a lack of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Like, what if that's like one of the key problems? Maybe it's not the problem, but what if that's one of the key problems? Because what Danny and I did that night by God's grace, and again, this is God's grace. He's the one that asked me on the way there, is there anything you're uncomfortable sharing? I said, no, not really. And he's like, good. And so I think that there's something that will, that, that as, as we allow the Lord to work in us in this way, I don't think that he's wanting to remove platforms entirely. I think right. he's wanting to remove the version of me as a, as a leader in the body of Christ that only wants to show perfection from the platform. And mm-hmm. I think that if I can allow that to be removed, now yeah. what we're going to have is we're going to have more deliverance of souls. Yeah. 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 Well, and it is, um, um, it is something that's really interesting because we talk about these different camps that are in the body, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we've yeah. got, you know, people who are the pioneers and that are moving fast, that are looking to the next thing. They're, they're they're drinking the new wine. They're like, give me the new wine, give me the new Mm -hmm. thing. And, and um, you know, then there's, then there's a bunch of people sitting around a table going, isn't this old wine amazing? You know, like it tastes, Uh (laughs) it tastes so, is this, see, now it's seasoned, it's matured. It's been aged. It's been aged, you know, like, and they're like, no, we want the new wine, you know? So um, we do have some different, different things going on at the same time in the body. And, and really, I think we're talking about spiritual shifts, not start like, like uh, Annalise said this about the tweaking. Cause I was talking about tweaking the structure. Right. Mm-hmm. And she said this earlier in a comment, she said, tweak is the perfect word, a small change in the practical, but a little, it'll tweak, really tweak a much deeper felt thing. Minds and hearts before mm-hmm. the little tweak in the natural can be implemented, yes. if that makes sense. And I think it totally makes sense mm-hmm. because, word. because I think that what we're what when we talk, talk about old old wine, new wine, 
Um, it's very easy to point to the platform or it's easy to mm -hmm. point to the building or it's easy to point to, but, but we are, we are the building, right? We are the strut. We are the church and yep. it is us who get to be the vessel of the new wine, right? Mm. The wine, wine doesn't fill a building. Come on. It, fill, it fills the people. And so there's, mm -hmm. there's this, um, I think that's a great iteration. And, and Malvina, you talk about the, um, we got a couple different trains going yes right, at different speeds right yeah that was a, that was a vision i had um a few, mm -hmm. many years ago i think I, I would have to look at the date but it was two trains and they were running in parallel and the lord was actually dealing with me uh, because you know i'm like you're showing me this but they're doing that so you know, i was looking at the other train like why are they doing that they're wrong you know and, and he told me don't eat out of the tree of good and evil because you're judging mm -hmm. this is good and this is bad that don't go there. I can use it all. And but he showed me this uh, steamed engine train moves a little slower, needs charcoal, you know, choo 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 is going there and it's moving. And then there is, and I don't mean that negatively, you know, it had its purpose. Okay. And then there is this silver bullet and he's going fast and he's very modern, he's very innovative. And he, and he had actually in the vision, he had a seat that uh it was almost like a like a, a, a rocket ship, you know, this mm -hmm. where I fit in the in the train was designed perfectly for me. So I didn't mm -hmm. have to like sit or nothing. It's just the cabin, the the cab cabinet, whatever you call the space, mm -hmm. was designed for me. It fit perfectly. But it was moving so fast, I really didn't have time like to grab my stuff. I just had wow. to get in there. And when wow. I asked the Lord, okay, what are you showing me? And he says, you know, there are two trains, they're running parallel, and I'm working in both. Yeah, come on. You yep. just need to know yep. which train you belong to. Yep. Okay. Yep. Come on. And then eventually I'm gonna merge those two mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. there is a, a creative pioneering movement mm -hmm. of god right now that you cannot stop but there is also the body of christ structure as as it's been for how many years i don't know church mm -hmm. history but it's a long time and mm -hmm. god's not going to dispose of this to bring it all here or to get rid of this to stay in this it's, well, it's, it's gotta merge I, and and you know what's funny is that the people that are attracted to the lack of structure have been hurt by the structure. Some, oh, some yeah. of us, like for so many people, it's the natural, their natural state is I don't like structure. And mm -hmm. so they're like, get me on the fast train. I want to be out where I can explore all the things and I'm going to get in and, you know, go that and, and like, don't put boundaries on me because I, you know, I can think I that was one. That? Can I address that? Don't mute me. God is a God of order. <laughs> Mm -hmm. so yes, for those is. that want to go in the train in in out of control because I have this total loss of you know freedom and yes. it gets a little bit chaotic. God is a God of order, and that's one of the things that I I believe He's establishing. Uh, he had given me a word. This is an old word about the order of Melchizedek. Uh, the word order is the word in Hebrew, dabar, d-a-b-a-r, and that is order is word. The word of God is our God. It has to be our foundation. It has to be, he, that's Jesus. You got to put uh, Jesus first. Yeah. And yeah. there is an order to things. And when we mm. look at the order, you got to look at the gifts. You need to look at the, um, because that's what sets the structure is the people. You're living stones. You're building with living stones. Yeah. Mm. So you yeah. need 
to know you don't put this stone before you put that other one there because if you do that, your foundation is messed up. Yeah. Mm. So, okay. So, Sorry, I, I had to address the things that want to go chaotic over there. I was, I was watching. I, it's okay. I'll mute you now. So, you know, I was watching Peter cheer. Order of Melchizedek. Oh, my oh. gosh. Okay. So a couple of years ago, the Lord started to speak to me, Hebrews 7.12. And in Hebrews 7.12, it says this. For the priesthood being changed of necessity, there's a change in the law. And the verse before that is, therefore, if perfection were through the Levitical priesthood, for under it the people received the law, what further need was there that another priest should arise according to the order of Melchizedek and not be called according to the order of Aaron? And again, it says, for the priesthood being changed of necessity, there's also a change in the law. Right. This I don't even have a, I don't even have, for something God's been speaking to me about nonstop for two years, I can't give a teaching on this. That's but right. there is something so significant about the order of Melchizedek. Mm -hmm. There's something mm -hmm. so significant about going from the Aaronic priesthood or Aaron's priesthood to the order of Melchizedek. And I think that there's, there's, there's really, there's really something in this idea of where the priesthood has changed of necessity. There's a change in the law. In other yeah. words, there's a change in how things are done. Yeah. And, and I think, I think that that's a lot of what's going on, but what, and I'd love to, Mal, Malvin, you might have more offline for me about Melchizedek, but I think that there's something, there's something about, I've learned being, helping lead innovative schools for 15 years, that innovation cultures, and let me just speak this for a lot of the prophetic folks out there, innovation cultures often struggle with something, and that is knowing what needs innovated. Hmm. And the answer is not everything, because right. if the answer is everything, then what we're doing is we're actually like we're actually associating with ones that are given to change. And Proverbs says, "Don't associate with ones who are given to change." Yes. Like there's something there's something about that that, it, like Chris is saying, it's almost rebellion, yep. really. And mm -hmm. and so I think that Chris Valadin gave me the best language for this. He didn't. He wasn't talking about this particular thing, but the concept of manufacturing culture versus R and D culture. Right. And the yep. R and D side of an organization's goal is to make mistakes and, and innovate. But the manufacturing side, it's gold no Perfection. defects because yeah, yep. because we we don't want any mistakes yep. in the yep. iPhone production. Yep. You're regulated. You're totally yeah, regulated. Yep. So I think yep. that that's where organizations that aren't as clear as Apple's manufacturing department versus Apple's R and D department so struggle so much because in a church, R and D and manufacturing are happening in the same organization. In that's a school, right. R and D and manufacturing are happening in the same organization. So now what you have is you have to have people with enough self-governance and understanding to understand what is it that I'm manufacturing here and what is it that I'm researching and developing here? What am I yep. trying to innovate and what am I trying to actually yep. maintain and execute with fidelity? And I think that that's what's going on in some of this with the body of Christ <laughs> is, is that is that we're not realizing that when it comes to Melchizedek, oh yeah. God is speaking to something about Melchizedek. He's speaking something to about innovation. He's speaking something about a change in the priesthood and of necessity. There's a change in the law, but he's not actually speaking about overhauling everything. And it no. requires a little bit of precision of thought, a lot of prayer and a lot of fellowship like this, where we yep. can challenge yep. each other yep. and know that That's we good. don't have the full picture in order to understand yep. what is it exactly that yep. he's innovating right now and what is it actually that he's building on right now uh-huh yes 
And you, you know, one thing, if I could, uh, to finish his, the thought that he's saying about yeah. what needs to be innovative. Uh, one of the, th the revelations the Lord gave me about uh, Melchizedek is, if you look at his name, if you start with his name, Melech Sedak, Melech, Melech Sedek is King Sedak, which is righteousness, King of righteousness. That's what mm -hmm. his name means. But if you look at the word Sedek, it's the same word as Sedak. And Sadak was a priest. Mm. Okay, so the, the priesthood of, of Sadokites is part of the Levitical order, but they're different. So if you read in Ezekiel 44, Sadok were the ones that went into the Holy of Holies and they only minister unto the Lord. They're a different mm. breed. Okay, mm. they were Levites, but not all Levites are Sadokites. So in Ooh. order for you to establish an order, or or not establish, start thinking about this, you need to Ooh. understand what Sadoc did. When King Solomon, King of Shalom, Solomon, mm. King of Salem, Melchizedek, yep. was placed yep. in the kingdom, mm. Abiathar was a Levite, and Sadoc was also a Levite, both under David, both Levitical. In First King, if you want to read it, chapter one. Yes. Abiathar is the son of David, and he I went and took everybody so with him. Woo, we're going to be a king. And he took Abiathar with him. That's not the word of God. That was not what God had prophesied. But God prophesied Solomon will be on the throne. So what you have is Sadak stays loyal. Mm. Nathan the prophet stays by David. David, of course, is dying. <laughs> He's kind of weak. He is the king. So you have king, prophet, priest. Priest. Ooh. And then you have Benaiah, which I love my Benaiah. Benaiah was one of the mercenaries of David. He chased a lion into a cave. Well, mean. He was a mean man. But he was loyal as well to David forever. I mean, he hung out with David when David was being. Yep persecuted by yep. by Saul and the Levitical movement. One of the mighty one of the mighty men. One of the mighty men. So what you have is a structure. You start studying that structure, but you don't have Melchizedek yet. What you have is establishing a king. You need those components. And I can mm. go on forever on this. But the key that, that we are we are in a in a brain in a in a think tank. What do we need to establish a Sadokite movement? People that Whoa. are de dedicated to the presence of God, because that's what they did. They burned, they didn't even eat the sacrifice. They ate it, they burned it completely onto the Lord. So they are very vertical. That is a very different type of priesthood, but that is not everybody. The Levites still over there, they're sweating because the Lord gave them wool and linen and whatever. They're still striving and killing animals in the outer court. That will never go away to Chris's point. Yep. They still yep. exist. But the Sadokites, if you want to start that order, you need to have a group of people that are yep. fully dedicated to him. Yep. That's what they do. And yep. they, they recognize kingdom. Yep. And, and by the way, Melchizedek is going to establish the kingdom. And the kingdom comes in parables. So it's usually very creative. If you mm. notice, every time Jesus spoke about the kingdom, he did it in parables. He didn't give you the kingdom should have the following. The, no, he gave you a story. The kingdom of God is like 10 virgins. The kingdom of heaven, you know, so so it's always a story. 
So creativity is key for the order of Melchizedek. Wow. So, that was fun. I know. Um, I think that we need uh, the the order of Melchizedek series for Insight Now. There was Life I of like the Seer. I think we need the order of Melchizedek series. It's yeah. a passion of mine. It's a passion. I wow. love it. Yeah. That's good. I think it sounds like a Peter and Malvina show. Um, yes. Because you guys are digging that stuff out. I, you know, it's really interesting because, um, oops, sorry. When when you were talking, Malvina, about the, um, you know, the different orders and like, hey, we're still going to have the ones in the outer court, and we're, but we need this as well. We need a group of people who will do that. Um, it's really, I think, important for the group of people, the cytokites, to not go reprimand the outer court because where That's are not they going mm -hmm. to get the meat from? Right. <laughs> like they're actually dependent on each other. Right. Exactly. Like, like, so there's actually synergy in the outer court versus the inner court. Like it Absolutely. all blends and all works together. And I thought that was really, really mm. beautiful because, you know, it's like the R and D people can't, can't, yell at the manufacturing no. line while no, the manufacturing no, 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 no. line is going is providing for the R&D department providing for the R&D department exactly. and saying you guys are getting it all wrong you got to do blah 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 that that's not healthy you um, need somebody you actually, who's, who can kill the you, animal and touch the blood yes. so that the sarokai can bring it into the holy of holies correct you yep. have to have that because yep. they can't bring that in there right. they have to be clean with their linen Mm -hmm. So do you see how you have to perform all the other functions mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. order for the Sarukai to have yep. what they're going to offer? This is, I feel like we are actually setting some people free right now, well, uh, just in God. the conversation, um, because they're, they're maybe for the first time really recognizing that they're the perspective that they've carried around mm -hmm. church, around what we do in a building, about what happens in discipleship, you know, mm -hmm. like quote unquote, um, what happens with um, new believers and getting them grounded. Like, no, they don't need 50,000 prophetic words. They just need those, the scriptures right mm -hmm. now. Like they need to get grounded first, you know, mm -hmm. and yeah, and prophesying heal. from time to time, they need healing. They need like, there's yep. this whole outer court. We're going to shed some blood out here. <laughs> we're going to do some, yeah. you know, like we're going to like, this is stuff. You so got to get dirty. You got to get so dirty. That, Yep. And we got to be able to do that. And, and so mm -hmm. the thing I was thinking was like, just as far as like the, the prophet, pastor, apostle, like whatever those roles are that are interacting mm -hmm. um, with the seers and the, and the people who can be like, they can spot, there's something wrong here, right? Mm -hmm. This isn't happening right. And I love that they can point that out. The idea then is to say, um, can we talk off line about your process that's online? Right. Like because you've got like so there's structures, there's things that are moving that are mm -hmm. going mm -hmm. instead of trying to disrupt the process. Let's mm -hmm. maybe um, spend some time with the people who can make a change to R&D what this new process might look mm -hmm. like, because yeah. then you can dream up what it should look like, because that's the prophet. The apostle is mm -hmm. going to say, now, here's how we're going to get there. Yeah. Right? The, 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 now, okay, we need to establish this structure, this structure, this structure. We need to change this mm -hmm. language, this language, this language. We actually have to create a pathway for someone to go from here to here. We need to, bother, yeah. you know, and they'll, they'll put it all together, yeah. even though the R&D was the people in R&D got it right. That mm -hmm. needed to change. Those yeah. things need to shift. Like they yeah. see it. It's right. But then you have to entrust the process to somebody 
to to help kind of build that strategy out. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Am I am I yeah, yeah you're okay. right, we're right on. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No, so, I, I love I love right. some of this language because it, it's it's about how the apostles and prophets can work together. But mm-hmm. I think I love that it I love that we're not just talking about how the apostles and prophets can work together, but how we're talking about those that are called to the outer court, those that are called the inner court can work together. Yep. We can talk we're talking about how those who are called to innovation and those who are called to yep. manufacturing and maintaining are called to work together. And Amen. and I think that these are these sorts of tensions, like Malvina saying, there's two trains on the track, they're running parallel. God has them moving in the same direction. He doesn't have for there to be dissension in the ranks, but we're supposed to know what we're mantled for. Yeah. And remember, there is unity in separation. That was the mm-hmm. word, and you guys will hear it. I think uh, Chris posted the mm-hmm. link to that word for 2023. Mm-hmm. I did. I put it in You the are chat. united mm-hmm. in Christ. Mm-hmm. Just because your function is different. Yep. Just because you're mm-hmm. in yep. the inner court or in the outer court or whatever, you're still in Christ. And, and that's one thing, you know, if we understand our callings, uh, I think uh, Mark loves to talk about identity of how to be mm-hmm. a son. You know, when mm-hmm. you're clear on what your mm-hmm. vision is, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if the shipwreck is right in front yep. of you. This Come is on. where I'm going and this is what I'm doing. But you do it in love and you also have to do it with an understanding that we are all in Christ. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're talking yep. about a body that's healthy. And I think that's mm-hmm. where the community for for the people 100%. that are yep. in rebellion, yep. it mm-hmm. is important to be a family. You know, it's mm-hmm. a, like a bad Thanksgiving. You get together and then there's the mm-hmm. crazy uncle and whatever, but he's still the uncle and he comes every year. Yeah. So we yep. have yep. to accept I, that there is always yep. a crazy one 100%. that shows up. And, 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 you know, I think God's been doing a work. I think God is actually, whew, he's going to do a, he's going to do a work in pastors who've been um, really hurt um, yes. by the prophets and um, by people who've just tried to show up and, and blow it up and, and, you know, not care for the soul, more cared about their mm-hmm. word than they did the people. Cause you want to offend mm-hmm. a pastor, care more about your word than you do people yeah. and you will offend a pastor. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that because there is a fresh thing on the prophetic and for seers, to walk in mm-hmm. humility more than ever before. And I think pastors have been humbled um, in this last season. I don't know how how any pastor comes out of COVID and says, I wasn't humbled somehow, you know, like it, it was so challenging and so yeah. like, so difficult. So I feel like God is, has restored um, the mindset and the attitude of so many of the leaders in the fivefold ministry, mm-hmm. right? Some of those people that carry these mantles to where we can, really begin to receive what each other's brings to the table again with fresh eyes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and I think that that's the, that's that don't, don't eat from the tree, right. Mm-hmm. Of knowledge of good and evil. Don't quit judging them. Mm. He's actually going to put, I'm just going to prophesy over the pastors and, and church mm-hmm. leaders that are going to watch this or listen to this. You will have a fresh heart of compassion and deep love for your prophets, for your mm-hmm. seers. You are going to long to spend mm-hmm. time with them. You are going to long to hear the crazy story. You're going to long <laughs> to hear them say things that make no sense, but they make all the sense <laughs> in the world, right? They don't make any sense, but they make all the sense in the world. And, and, and you're actually going to get a thrill of excitement when they show up with an extra shofar and giant, you know, 
canvas of oil and they they're ready to they're ready to activate something in the spirit and so we just release the the leaders right the mm. prophet uh, the the pastors and the apostles to receive again the gift of the prophet mm-hmm. Amen. Um, and and to have a heart for that right yeah. and and, and yes. because i think that there is this turn that's happened the cycle is shifting it is that like we talked about the seven year cycle of favor it's the seven years of trust that it's like, this is going to be a season of the greatest trust Mm. between the fivefold ministry that the earth has ever seen. Come on. Yes. Mm. Yes. That's good. Yes. That's awesome. That's that's beautiful. Amen. Yeah. And you know, we, we, we had another show where we talked about the change in the prophetic. I think it was a a few back because you talk about shofar and all that. And Mm -hmm. that's awesome. I do love my, I do love my props. But I think the Lord is also shifting mm-hmm, I agree. Uh, a lot I of, agree. Uh, I, you know, we, it's a different type of prophetic and, and yeah. it's more relational than it is yes. physical. But mm-hmm. the, that Shamar prophet is always there. They, they're always going right. to be there. So depending on That's what type okay. of prophet they are, they will overbring the paraphernalia. But I really believe that there is a shift. There is a shift. <laughs> we Don't get pulled one. over. I got prophetic. It is. What else do you call it? Prophetic paraphernalia. What what do you call it? Oh, I think it's a great word. I know. I I I travel heavy. I know know some people a little addicted to their paraphernalia. I travel heavy. But I not to make light of it because I value it tremendously. The Lord uses all kinds of things, you know, to talk to me. It's so good. So you uh, know, it's just it's just I know that's changing as well. Yeah. Amen. We need to be more practical. And in yeah. order to occupy, which mm-hmm, is the key mm-hmm. word, occupy, mm-hmm. uh, we are not going to be able to to we have to fit in. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and sometimes you yeah. know if you have to go to Pete's Peter's school. <laughs> You won't bring the shofar. You, you can't bring the prophetic paraphernalia. It won't work. So you <laughs> have to blend in. And I think as prophets, we have to realize that sometimes you have to put the business suit yep. to prophesy. Yep. So we're going to have to do that. And it's not because people aren't accepting you. No, no, of course not. It's because you're loving them enough to meet them where they're at. That's it. not their language. Amen. Well, Paul said it. If you're going to do something that's going to make somebody walk away, I Uh mean, stop it. Don't do it. Yep. So, yep. No, no. All right. So let's hit some comments and we'll close out. Our relationships are are, our extra portion, at least part of our portion. Amen, Dave, Mm -hmm. uh, says Anna Lee. We talked about testimony, right? Um, and at least says, Oh Lord, show every minister how to be vulnerable so your glory can be revealed. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Um, yep. Vulnerability and transparency is captivating, Dave. That's a great, great word. Uh, of course, we got some so goods, right? Malvina, so good, so good. Peter, so good. Okay, it was the big so extra O's mm-hmm. on it. All right, you guys get my free yodel lesson tonight. There will be new, <laughs> new softness in the prophets, a new willingness to honor the wineskin. That's a good word. That's, that's, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's a, a great good word. word. Yeah, great word, Emily. Awesome. Put it out there. Yeah, and we actually, let's decree it. We Wait. decree that there will be a new soft. Yep, in the prophets. Yep, yep. I didn't do that to yeah. Malvina, by the way. Did she? 
freeze on you, Peter? Oh, yeah. New softness. Yeah, she did. New softness. Okay, try it again. You froze. And I didn't do it to you. I I did not do it to you. We need to decree that so that it gets established. You know, there will be a new softness in the prophets and a new willingness to honor the wineskin. That is, so be it, Lord. Do it. Yep. And there'll be a new softness in the pastors and apostles and a new willingness to honor the prophet. Amen. 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 Awesome. Well, uh, hello, Abraham says he's late. Hey, man. <laughs> he know, can rewatch. Uh, yeah. You know, if you like, you know, if you use iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, whatever, whatever you use, put us on your subscribe and put us on your playlist, man. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we got amen and amen. All right. So with that, um, I think I think we're good. We got anything left to give for to, for now. All right. Well, with that, we just bless everybody. Uh, we're very excited for this, not this weekend, but the weekend following. Um, yes. You know, I believe that this is going to be uh, a absolutely phenomenal time with Mark and Malvina Saturday night and Sunday night in Sandpoint, Idaho. Uh, if you have not had a chance to visit Sandpoint, right now is the time. Get your hotel. Come spend the weekend with us up in beautiful North Idaho. And of course, if you're a guy, join us for the men's breakfast Saturday morning early. Um, if you are in town for that. So roll in Friday night, spend the day Saturday. There are so many great things to do in Sandpoint. You'll love it uh, during the day. So awesome. With that, um, we bless you guys. Bless, bless everybody. Thanks. Have Appreciate a good one. you guys. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Bye, Malvina. All right. Bye, Talk guys. to you guys later. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Bye.